Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Big Ten Football and Beyond as we're breaking down the world of college football each and every day here on the new way to find us, the Landry Football's Conference Calls. Yes, that's right. If you are new to this, we started it this week. We have been doing, of course, uh, the conference podcast, dropping them every Wednesday during the football season. But we decided that there was a better way to do it. So we looked at it. We're always looking to improve it. So five days a week, Monday through Friday, we're bringing you college football right here as a part of Landry Football's conference calls. That's right. So if you have signed up for the Big Ten podcast or the SEC or the ACC or the Pac-12 or the Big 12 podcast, you simply want to go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, sign it up for Landry's Football Conference Call. So what we're going to do is every day, it's why we call it Big Ten and Beyond, ACC and Beyond, SEC and Beyond, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to talk at the top about the major things going on in the world of college football. We're going to get into that, and then we're going to transition into talking a little bit about the conference and the news and notes that you want to know of what's happened over this past week that's pertinent, that you need to know about, that's going to be affecting things in surrounding that uh, conference. So we're excited about it, and we hope that you join us. But a reminder that you want to go and sign up for Landry Football Conference Call so that you can get them all each day. And here's why, at least at the beginning of the show, you want to pay attention because there are things that happen daily, particularly this time of year, transfer portals, recruiting information, coaching staff movement, you name it. Uh <clears throat> if if you follow your players moving to the draft, the workouts, and everything going on, so much information that it'll get lost in the shuffle once a week. So we want to make sure that at the top every day that you're in tune with what's going on around the world of college football. And then we'll go into the minutiae. So if you're not a fan of the conference that we're doing that particular day, still tune to the top. You can get what you want and then – if you're not interested in the minutiae and the minute details that's going on in each conference, well, then, you know, that's in the second half. So we're trying to organize it to make it best 
for you conference fans that love your conference show once a week, but also you get a little college football universally every day. So how does it work? Which day are we covering which conference? Monday, it's the SEC. Tuesday, it's the ACC. Wednesday, the Big Ten. Thursday, the Big 12. And Friday, the Pac-12. So, again, today is Big Ten football and beyond. This is all made possible by our great friends at 401k Generation. Um, TJ, his uh, TJ Pittenger, really the force behind getting the things done behind the scenes for us here. Um, He certainly hooked us up and got a relationship started with Eddie Rojas. And he's a finance professional. His staff are finance professionals. And they're supporting this program with a sponsorship that can not only help us, but help you help yourself get reach your financial goals. So whether it's a 401k setup for employees or IRA rollovers, if that's the right thing for you, whatever you might need, any questions about investments, money management, they're there to speak with you to make sure that you're on your track for your financial goals. So reach out to Eddie Rojas and his team today uh, at 401k Generation. Call or text at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So again, 1-866-998-5879 is where you can reach them, regardless where you are located. And remind you that we still got our savings going on at LandryFootball.com. Even though we're going to get to a lot of news and notes here, there's a lot more stuff going on that we can't get to. That's where LandryFootball.com comes in. Notebooks every day. You want to know what's going on in these all-star games, draft preparation, recruiting information, analysis on the recruits, on the draft prospect, draft boards, NFL free agent boards, all year long, football at LandryFootball.com. So as we transition, now that we've put the college football season to bed, the playing season, it is busier now with all the transfer portal news and recruiting news and what's going on. A lot of stuff to tackle, and we certainly do that, and we're down to conference championship weekend in the NFL, but free agency, draft preparation, all things that are converging at once, and we certainly want to take you through it at LandryFootball.com. But kind of news of the day that we're going to get to um, as we kind of start the show, as we put the national championship to bed, and what an impressive performance it was by LSU beating Clemson at um, there's a lot of talk, and I've been asked a lot, how does this LSU team rank? The, this offensive unit, I have not seen a better one-year offensive unit in one season than this team. I mentioned it on yesterday's show on the ACC and beyond, but uh, Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Burrow, we will get to Joe Brady in a second, Joe Burrow and what he did, uh, in 60 touchdown games. Let me put it to you this way. Joe Burrow had more touchdown passes in the two playoff games against two playoff teams than Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky had touchdown passes all year long. Let that sink in. 
more touchdown passes in one year than anybody in the history of college football, shattered every conference record, most of the national records, won the Heisman Trophy, won every individual award that can be had, pretty much LSU did, and then won the national championship, going 15-0, and beating seven, seven top ten teams at the time they were playing. Just a phenomenal effort. Uh, there was a lot of thought about how would Ohio State have fared against LSU. A lot of people thought, as I did, that Ohio State – was a little bit more physical than Clemson at the line of scrimmage. The problem that Ohio State would have had and their fate would have been just the same and just as uh, wide of a victory for LSU against Ohio State is Ohio, uh, Ohio State was not able to make enough plays offensively. You have to be able to make enough plays on offense. No one was going to stop this LSU offense. Not Ohio State, not Clemson, not Georgia LSU played defenses, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, that were very, very good. They couldn't stop them. In fact, they had more success than Clemson did, and I think what Ohio State would have been able to do. Ohio State had a few more edge rush guys and more physical guys. Could they have done some things better than Clemson? Absolutely. But Clemson was a much better offensive team than Ohio State in terms of scoring points out of the passing game, and they couldn't get it done. So. No, I don't think Ohio State's chances would have fared much better. And really, it's a moot point because Ohio State had their chance. Uh, Oh, yeah, there were some calls that were questionable. But Ohio State left plays on the field. They didn't make enough plays to earn their way into it. So to the victor goes the spoils. That's the way it is. Some news coming out of the game. Joe Brady, of course, the hot young Offensive coordinator, uh, passing game coordinator for LSU, has decided to go back to the NFL. He was with the Saints as a pretty lower-level assistant, knowing the Saints and doing a lot of work for them and knowing Joe and know how well Sean liked him and how good he was, but he was really a lower-level guy, took the job with LSU as a pass game coordinator. So I mean, he's making, you know, he goes from making under six figures to 400 grand at LSU and does a phenomenal job with the quarterback. I can tell you, knowing Joe, he did not have an expectation that he would get an NFL offensive coordinator job this offseason. I didn't think he saw that coming. Quite frankly, I didn't see it coming this quick. But this season, as I just illustrated, just went from good, better, best ever, and you got to strike while the iron's hot. Joe Burrow was the major reason. You take this offense and the concepts that Joe Brady learned from the Saints and matched it to what Joe Burrow likes, and it set off the phenomenal numbers and the phenomenal run that LSU had this year. So you strike while the iron's hot. He has a connection with Matt Rule. Brandon uh, Brandon Nugent, who is an assistant offensive line coach with the Saints, uh, is good friends with Matt Rule. And Matt Rule 
was interested in Brandon and maybe bringing him over. He, that was denied by Sean Payton. <clears throat> but certainly Matt had a strong belief and connection with Joe Brady. And when he got the job, it was pretty, you know, for those of you that are members of LandryFootball.com, you've known for weeks now uh, that Joe Brady was being mentioned in the NFL. And then when it broke just a little over a week ago that Matt Rule was going to get the Panther job, as I put in LandryFootball.com, if he was going to get the Panther job, the guy that he wanted to be his offensive coordinator was Joe Brady. Well, as the season ended, um, the offer was made. Joe Brady gets an unbelievable bump in pay by new, aggressive, very wealthy owner David Tepper and freedom to hire guys on his staff. So, look, the opportunity came quicker than he anticipated. But if you think about it, and I know the LSU folks are disappointed, but the reality is Joe Brady was not a guy that was as comfortable talking to 16- to 18-year-old kids and recruiting. He was great dealing with the Joe Brady, but to put his system in place, it really is more in line with what he likes, and that's spending time in the film room, on the grease board, putting together a playbook for a pro-level style quarterback. And that's what he had in Joe Burrow. He's not going to have that or wouldn't have had that if he had returned to LSU. So timing, ideally, would have been maybe a couple of years doing it. Many thought that he might have to show what he could do next year with a quarterback other than Joe Burrow before he gets a job. But when he gets this type of job offer, and who knows if this offer is on the table, if Matt Rule, there's a connection there. If Matt Rule doesn't get the Panther job, it may not happen. Joe Brady might have been back uh, likely for LSU for another year. It didn't, and he is going to um, head on over to Carolina. So happy for him, know him, he's happy. Some other news to mention to you, um, Baylor, as we just talked about Matt Rule, is very interested in speaking with Justin Fuente. Now there is a little bit of the old agent conversation there that you know, maybe angling to another extension or an extension at Virginia Tech. You know, Justin just started to do some things this year to show some signs of life that that might work um, because it was not off to a good start for Justin at Virginia Tech. But there's checking into it, Baylor. They do want to sit down and meet with them. Does this go into – the next stage, the next phase, very well could. We're going to keep you up to date uh, on Twitter at LandryFootball and at LandryFootball.com. We've got more details about kind of how that's beginning to play out and what, what, may, what may play in terms of it looks like promoting from within or Justin Fuente is the likely the direction they're going to go, although Baylor has a couple of other options that they <clears throat> have um, checked into. So let's get into some Big Ten news and a reminder as we go into the Big Ten conversation for the day. We can accept your questions, answer them any day, in fact, um, on the world of college football. Um, anything that you might want, go to LandryFootball.com, hit Contact Chris, 
and I will address it right here any day. If you want me to address it on a certain day, we can. Otherwise, I'm just going to address it the very next day that I get your question and hope that you are listening at the top each and every day of the show. Um, We're in conversations with people who are interested in promoting their business. So if that is something that you are interested in, promoting you, promoting your business, we're here to see if it's a fit. We're looking for the right fits, for good fits. So if you feel you and your business are the right fit, get the word out about your business. Contact us today, LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and I will get TJ to get in touch with you. And, of course, LandryFootball.com, our 50% discount is still in play. So the news of note around the league, first of all, one more national topic that's a little regional. Notre Dame, as expected, has promoted Tommy Reese to offensive coordinator. Uh, he had interviewed for a position at Oregon. He's going to stay. Um, he's a rising star, does Brian Kelly think. They're also going to promote running back coach Lance Taylor to the run game coordinator. So that's how they planned it. That has been the plan for some time. We also mentioned to you yesterday that um, De'Eric King, Houston quarterback, outstanding dual-threat talent, entered the transfer portal. The track on where he's going to go, he's an undersized, a 5'11", 195-pound guy. He's a little different type of guy. Um, threw for 36 touchdowns, just six interceptions, you know, 14 rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, we're looking at some places where it might be a fit. There's talk about Arkansas. People have just said, well, maybe LSU might be. Oregon's a possibility. You know, when you're looking at, where things are going there, um, those are possibilities, along with others, anybody that's looking for a transfer quarterback, I think would, and, and certainly are looking for a dual threat guy, which most teams are, uh, running some semblance of spread, would be very interested uh, in uh, taking a look at this young man. I was thinking today, and I'm curious to see what you think, send in your feedback, as we turn the chapter towards the next season, which teams in the league do you think have a chance to make a playoff run? And right now, it's early. I'm not big in, hey, here are the four teams for the playoffs next year. So much needs to be decided. But Ohio State looks like one of those teams. And quite frankly, um, you know, we shall see. We've seen what Again, what LSU was able to do and and certainly um, what some other programs have been able to do with certain transfers, transfers, we'll see. But, you know, Michigan doesn't look like uh, they're ready to make a run. Penn State. And I would even throw in another wild card possibility of the best team that's not one of those three and say that none of them look like they're playoff threats next year. Only Ohio State. Let's kind of track things, see how things develop for everybody this offseason and see if that plays and be curious to see if you see anybody other than Ohio State as a playoff team. I don't, at least at this point. I want to get to some transfer news around the league. Former Michigan State redshirt freshman linebacker Ed Warner. Yes, um, 
son of. Six foot, 229 pound guy. He is going to move from East Lansing to Ann Arbor. Yes, very rare that we see that. Uh, first time uh, that I can remember it happened. But it's the son of offensive line coach Ed Warner. Um, he played sparingly last year, but making a move uh, over there. Michigan State, sophomore running back Ladarius Jefferson is transferred to Western Michigan. Jefferson, 6'1", 229. He's one of three transfers to uh, transfer over to um, Western Michigan uh, ahead of the spring semester with Darian Coleman um, and uh, Jackson Kincaid being the others. Um, Jefferson appeared in six games last year. He didn't uh, do a whole lot, um, so he's looking for more playing type opportunities. Michigan's uh, announced also uh, Ambry Thomas has announced uh, his return for his senior year. He missed some time in preseason camp with some sickness. Um, he was third all-team Big Ten, uh, and he's a good corner, and it's a good uh, good keep for them to have him come back. True Wilson, Michigan senior running back, has entered his name in the transfer portal. Um, he's really a junior with regard to athletic eligibility. He's a senior uh, academically. He finished the season with – 221 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown on 44 carries. Um, you got Charbonnet and Hawkins leading the way in the backfields, looking again for more playing time. Redshirt sophomore Jalen Kelly-Powell has entered the transfer portal, um, leaving the Wolverines as well. He was a four-star recruit in the 2017 class. He appeared in 20 games over the past three years, uh, but never came a big contributor. So, um He's moving on. Maryland senior guard Terrence Davis is transferred to Wake Forest. 6'3", 315-pounder. Um, decided on Tuesday afternoon that he was going to move on. Um, he started first four games of the 2019 season, had the season-ending knee injury. He's going to have a chance to play pretty early for the Demon Deacons. Minnesota redshirt junior uh, Philip Howard, the defensive back, has entered his name in the transfer portal. He appeared in 11 of Minnesota's 13 games this year, but did not play a lot of playing time. Uh, former Nebraska redshirt freshman receiver Miles Jones is transferred uh, transferred to Tennessee. Um, Indiana's tackle Corey Crunk has entered the transfer portal. 6'5", 320. We're able to take a redshirt for the 2019 season, playing just four games due to a um, an ankle injury. Um, so he's a guy that's got some ability to come in and help somebody. So keep an eye out on him. Maryland redshirt junior Rashad Lewis has entered the transfer portal. Um, he began his career at Utah State. Uh, a solid receiver, good route runner, good hands. Uh, Wisconsin sophomore wide receiver Aaron Krushenk has entered the transfer portal. Slot guy, 5'9", 160. Um, he wasn't doing a whole lot for them. He's got, I think, a better role. He'll, he'll have to sit out the 2020 season unless he gets a waiver. But an interesting guy that could help somebody that's looking for a slot guy uh, that's okay with his size. Uh, and also Noah Davis, Michigan State redshirt junior tight end, is transferred to Cincinnati. He entered his name to the portal in mid-October and he's going to end up with the Bearcats. Some coaching news. The Miami Dolphins are hiring Illinois defensive line coach, uh, coach Austin Clark to serve um, 
on their staff. Um, worked as a graduate assistant at USC. Illinois hired him as a 30-year-old guy, bright young coach. So congrats to Austin. Indiana promoted tight end coach Nick Sheridan to offensive coordinator. He's been on the staff with Indiana for the past three years. But uh, with Tom DeBoer off to serve as the head coach at Fresno State, they needed a guy to move up. This is a guy that's part of a system, obviously, um, and so they wanted to keep that intact. Former Texas A&M defensive analyst Rob Smith has been named the new defensive coordinator at Rutgers. He was previously defensive coordinator at Rutgers under Kyle Flood uh, when they posted a 9-4 record. He didn't departed to be on Brett Bielema's staff at Arkansas. Um, so he's moved around a little bit and did some good work um, along his way. So a good get for Greg Channel and Rutgers. We always say we keep uh, information going on as well around the region, not just in the conference. Toledo was hired, Vince Carries, to serve as assistant head coach. So also be the defensive coordinator, linebacker coach. Um, but, you know, obviously Jason Candle's got a really good program there. Vince is a good, good coach that will serve them well. Boston College has hired Ohio State grad assistant Sean Dugan as linebacker coach. It's a homecoming for Dugan, who played at BC, worked as a graduate assistant at the staff, went on to coach linebackers for Hawaii and UMass, then obviously spent a year at Ohio State, where he worked with the new Ohio State coach. Hey, folks, we've got a ton of all-star game news with players around the conference. We're not going to get to all of them, but um, draft news, you know by now that Iowa outstanding edge player, A.J. Apenza, is entering the draft. He's a first-rounder. He's 6'6", 280. Really good year. He's big-time playmaker. Um, but check out all the latest information. Cody White, Michigan State receivers declaring for the draft, appeared in all 13 of the games, it was a really good target. Um, so he's a capable returner, so really good player. Some guys that are going to be participating in the East-West Shrine game, Michigan State senior offensive lineman Tyler Higby um, is a late-round guy to keep an eye out on. Keep an eye out on three Michigan, Western Michigan guys, the redshirt senior Levante Bellamy, uh, the tight end Giovanni Ritchie, and the offensive lineman Luke Jariga. All of them have a chance to be – late-round candidates, so keep an eye out for them. Also, Ferris State, Michigan senior Austin Edwards is also going to be in the uh, the Shrine game. Um, Michigan senior Michael Owenui is going to be at the game. Indiana redshirt senior Nick Westbrook is going to be at the East-West Shrine game. Um, Notre Dame, again, regionally, Kristen uh, Finke is going to be in the game. And then Penn State's uh, John Reed and Stephen Gonzalez are going to be in the game. So uh, Reggie Corbin, the outstanding running back of Illinois, is going to be there as well. Uh, by the way, Illinois redshirt junior defensive end Awoli Baduko has declared for the draft 6'5", 250, one of the best pass rushers uh, in the Big Ten this past year. Uh, really had a good year. He was a former five-star recruit who transferred to Illinois from USC, and he's a guy with some really good edge rush potential. Look at him as a really good potential um, day three steal in the draft. Um, I know Joe Gaziano's headed to the Shrine Bowl as well. Some recruiting news. Uh, Ohio State has received a verbal commitment from 
the uh, a four-star 2021 offensive lineman Donovan Jackson, as most of the 2020 classes pretty much put to bed. We're looking ahead uh, even more so to the 2021 class. And Donovan Jackson uh, it can play inside. I think he can play tackle. He picked Ohio State over Texas, Stanford, Texas A&M, and Georgia. He's um, one of the top 50 overall players in the country. Good get for the Buckeyes. They also uh, got some good news with the 2020 tackle signing, Grant Tutant, uh, a four-star kid that has had some injury issues. Uh, He has been cleared. So good news there. Um, fully cleared by the team doctors after undergoing sor- shoulder surgery in mid-October. Uh, he, under- he had a uh, torn labrum, and the-, the recent checkup was really good. He's going to work out with no restrictions. Um, it's probably going to be another four, five, four to six weeks before he can compete in football drills. But um, So that's really good that he's making progress. 6'7", 320, good young offensive lineman for them. Good news for Purdue as they receive a verbal commitment from, I think, an underrated three-star kid in the 2021 class, Jalen Allstott. Um, he's uh, he's really good length and one of the top 15 players in the state of Indiana for the 2021 cycle. And finally, some news. Uh, you probably heard by this, but uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more as we get closer to the season. But the season opener between Indiana and Wisconsin was scheduled for Saturday, September 5th but has been moved up a day to Friday, September 4th. Um, looking like television, uh, obviously, is always behind it. Uh, more Friday night games, so we're going to see that game. Um, we don't know what television network, but uh, expect that to be a Friday night matchup in the Big Ten in the season. Don't know where to go with this, but uh, it doesn't look like, and we'll let the news cycle um, ferret this out, but Cal Redshirt, sophomore, uh, Isaiah Humphreys filed a federal lawsuit against Penn State head coach James Franklin and Penn State player Damian Barber alleging hazing and retaliation. He's a former four-star recruit whose father, Leonard Humphreys, played for Penn State back in the 80s. He alleges that James Franklin and his staff ignored, re- ignored repeated incidents of hazing on underclassmen that was sexual in nature. He says that Penn State players Michael Parsons and Utah Girls Maddox and Jesse Lakita of being ringleaders of the abuse. Uh, Humphreys claims that Franklin coaches forced him out of the program for bringing the abusive actions to light. Um, Penn State hasn't, and Franklin haven't released a statement. I'm sure something is going to come out. Listen, folks, I I don't know what to say about it. Uh, Obviously, I don't know what happened there. Uh, And as we know more, we'll certainly will address it. So, folks, that is a wrap for today that gives you what's going on in the latest in a in a feel for how we're going to do this and certainly give you a lot of detailed information that's going on around the conference a different conference each day while covering the top news in college football each and every day so that's kind of how we're focusing it how we've branded it uh with the big 10 football and beyond sec football and beyond acc football and beyond big 12 football and beyond in Pac-12 football and beyond. On tomorrow, on Thursday, we're going to have Big 12 football and beyond as we've got a lot of things to uncover there, a lot of coaching movement, a lot of player movements as well, much like this time of year we're going to have. So we want to encourage everybody to go to and search iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast for the Landry Football Conference Call. That's where you'll find all 
five conference podcasts. So check it out today. And uh, remember to check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest, more information uh, about inside information going on around the world of college football, um, the draft, uh, draft boards, uh, scouting reports, uh, NFL free agent boards, uh, news and notes going around the league. We've got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. 50% discount still in effect, so you want to take advantage of it before that runs out. And thanks again to our great folks at 401k generation for bringing this podcast to you they're licensed in all 50 states folks that can help you with all of your financial service needs and questions get your financial checkup today maybe you've got your finances in play doesn't hurt doesn't cost anything to get a checkup so check it out um and give them a call today at 1-866-998-5879 or send them a text at the same number, one 998 5879 Talk to you tomorrow for the, up, uh, for the latest information around the world of college football on the Big 12 football and beyond. Time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.